What's up, book nerds? Welcome to another episode of Hot Off the Shelves. I'm Sonali. And I'm Kara. And today, we have something a little bit different planned. We're going to talk about a book that I was reading this past month that kind of led me to reflect on this crazy past year and a half that we've had. Like, you know, the pandemic social distancing, lockdowns, the whole deal. Yeah, and this book actually deals with coronavirus. So it's a fairly new, fairly recent book. And I haven't read it yet, but I know I'm the one that got the book from the library and then you read it. So um, it was amazing. And it was going to be one of our book choices for, I believe, June before we ended up going with the siren by Catherine St. John. So, um, yeah. But anyway, how are you nowadays? I know you started a new job and, you know, how is how is life? It, yeah, it's been pretty good. I, um, I think the last episode we were talking about how I had just finished the temporary job that I was doing where I was working with migrant kids. And, and after that, I was like kind of not doing a ton for a month and I was getting really bored and also just having like, like other issues where I was having trouble, like staying motivated to do things. And then, um, and then I was like, you know what, like, I I really just need like, at least like a part-time, like physical job where I can like go somewhere and also like not be stressed about like savings running out and stuff like that so I just started um, like a part-time job at a Panera so um, I know Panera used to be like one of my favorites to like go and like study and stuff because their sandwiches were really good and they had like these broth bowls this was like a few years ago so they don't have like broth bowls anymore but like it's still like a really like fun place to like hang out so I was excited about like working there and stuff yeah um the last time I went to Panera Bread was I don't know it was a while ago I usually get their sandwich and soup combo Mm -hmm. or like I think salad combo yeah I think you can choose if you want a soup and sandwich or soup and salad I think yeah normally I do soup and salad I really really like their one of their soup you know what i don't like though i don't like the french onion soup oh yeah that's a topic of controversy in my family too because my dad loves it and i surprisingly also love french onion soup even though i hate onions so it's like it's bewildering to my mom who has tried to get me to eat onions for like my whole life and i just refuse but like she she's really confused about how i like french onion soup but I think it's the beef broth that's really good. And then it's also topped with cheese. So yeah, maybe that's why because I'm not a fan of cheese as much. And also, it's just a little too salty for me. Perhaps I just need, I don't know, maybe I just need to try another French onion soup from some other place that don't use that much sodium in it. But I know I don't really like the French onion soup from Panera Bread. But I like their salad, though. Their salad is really nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been, like, two weeks of that. And I really like all my coworkers. And 
I've only had like training shifts so far that so they've been pretty short like two three four hours so I won't start like actual shifts till like later this week that's pretty neat well um I've been pretty busy on the other hand so you know just work and outside stuff and yeah that's pretty much it but it's the same job I work at the library and uh, right now there's a uh, you know the voting going on with the recall Newsom so the ballot workers the yeah the poll workers are at our place by our place I mean the library and then people just coming in to drop off their ballot so it's a little bit more trafficy than other times but it's to be expected and yeah if you guys didn't know we live in california and our governor is um being recall yeah is also a source of controversy like some people don't like him and so they want to remove him as governor and that's what car's talking about yeah so you know it's it's an interesting topic for a lot of people, and I'm sure we could get into it for the whole episode uh, if we want to. But we're not going to talk about politics, at least not well, this time. Well, actually, the one relevant thing for us is that I think a lot of people are unhappy, have been unhappy with how he dealt with COVID, with like the mask guidelines, and back in, like I think, March last year, just when COVID was like, becoming more known and people were trying to figure stuff out he was really strict about like social distancing and he closed like a lot of our beaches and everything but then there were there was a picture of him at a restaurant and so people were like well you were talking about like how we needed to stay home but then you were like not wearing a mask at this restaurant and so they felt a little you know like he was not practicing what he preached yeah. So I think that was what kind of like sparked all of this. But also I think people just like don't like him. So Yeah, I think there have been attempts to withdraw him from his office multiple times. I think this is the only time where it, the recall proposal got on the ballot. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a lot. I mean, on one hand, you know, um, sure that wasn't a good look but then do you know how much money it costs to to re-elect mm-hmm. um all these people all these poll workers and i don't know if it's worth it i really don't know i haven't really looked into it but i know i have to mail in my ballot sometime soon i think is september so september 7th maybe it's the last day to turn it in so you know i would do that at that time but yeah aside from that i mean um there's not much really going on with me i um i'm still working i'm gonna start school very soon so that's that and you know i'm excited and also not excited because it's school but yeah it's pretty neat i guess yeah i feel like fall is um like an exciting time because it's the start of like a new school year but um also just like the leaves are gonna start falling and um things like that so i think those are all things we'll have to look forward to Mm-hmm. definitely well um as far as today goes we are going to talk about this book and 
And, you know, we're going to talk more about COVID, I suppose, right? Because this book deals with COVID quite a bit. And Yeah, so I thought it was really cool how there was a book set in, like, the 2020 time period when um, we just learned about COVID and people were getting, like, increasingly panicked about cases and things were starting to shut down and it's just it's really cool how this book is kind of historical fiction but we're also like still living it so like we get to see part of our history represented in fiction already even though it was like just a year ago mm-hmm. yeah so can you tell us the title the author and uh, what the book is about so the title is the summer of lost and found and it's by Mary Alice Monroe, and it's about this woman, her name's Linnea, and she lives, her family is um, from this shore in South Carolina, so it's like right next to the beach, and it's a really small town, but everyone is kind of close-knit and her family has been there for many generations so there's a lot of history and she moved there because she kind of wanted to get away from a breakup she was living in another city and she had this breakup that was really difficult for her and so she moved back to her hometown and she's living in her aunt's like ancestral house her aunt lives in her own house but she She's letting Linnea live in this family home. And then COVID happens and Linnea had this job at, uh, I think it was a museum, but then COVID caused lockdowns and stuff. So the museum shut down and she was furloughed. And I think that's what happened to a lot of people, especially people with like customer facing jobs where you had to be in person for a lot of the time. So she couldn't do her job from home and she couldn't come in. And her aunt was like, you know what? Like, it's okay, you can just live rent free. You don't have to pay me anything. I know times are really hard for a lot of people. So don't worry about it. And then also later in the book, the aunt's um, husband gets COVID. So Linnea has to take in her niece and like they're living together. And it's really interesting to see like how um, she takes on the responsibility of, like, a kid living with her, even though she doesn't know anything about kids and, and stuff. And then, so she has this boyfriend who lives in England, and they're doing this, like, long-distance thing, and his name's Gordon, and he, he decides that he's finally gonna make the trip down to come see her, and she, she's like, well, like, I haven't seen him in a long time, and, like, it's been so long that like, I hope I still feel the same way about him, but I'm not 100% sure. And then while all of that's happening, the guy that she broke up with like a year or a year and a half ago, he also moves back to that town and he moves in like right next door. And he has to quarantine because like, you're supposed to quarantine after you travel. So like she's in this weird position where she has her current boyfriend and then her ex-boyfriend both there at the same time and they both still like have feelings for her and so she has to decide like who do I love and like what 
what should I do next? And meanwhile, there are like other things happening. Like, like I was saying, like her aunt husband has COVID, and um, and then Linnea also takes in other women who don't have a place to stay. Like one of her friends, she's having. Um, she also gets like let go from her job for a little bit. So she invites Anna to come stay with her. And so that's another part. Like how how do women help each other and how do like relationships that wouldn't have formed otherwise happen during the pandemic? Quite a bit of themes here that I'm seeing just from your description alone. Yeah, like first of all, like what happens when you're forced to be alone with someone because you kind of have to count on each other because like a lot of us did like this past year we kind of limited our in-person interactions so like instead of interacting with like a ton of new people we kind of limited it to like a pod of people so that's kind of what they did they were like they made this agreement where they said we're not gonna socialize with other people in person but like these are our core people and um and so that meant they they had to really strengthen those core relationships i feel like that was one of the main things okay yeah and uh what do you like about the book so i think that was definitely like the main thing and then and then around that there were other other things where I think it just inspires you to think about like what you're what to appreciate what you have and um I think a lot of us I think especially like at the beginning like a lot of us were feeling like really like worried that we wouldn't be able to like travel and um we couldn't go to like parties and stuff as much but like she, I, th- I feel like she really learns to appreciate what she has. And instead of like trying to escape or anything, she ends up appreciating like the turtles on the seashore and the people that are living like right inside her house. So it's kind of like be in the moment and appreciate what is right in front of you rather than keep like thinking far ahead or? Yeah, I think that's one of them. Yeah, so I remember, like, back in June, when we were discussing book options, we were talking about The Siren, we were talking about this book, and I felt like this book was kind of too slow, and it took me a while to, like, really appreciate it for what it was, because I think similarly to, like, how we were feeling, I wanted to, like, I wanted to do things that were like more fast-paced and that was kind of how a lot of us felt like earlier but then you know I guess you just like realize at some point that like not everything has to be like moving at fast pace all the time and you can also just like appreciate things for what they are and be grateful for like little things like oh there's this really cute like part at one point where so her ex-boyfriend John is quarantining in the house next door and she is taking care of her niece Hope and Hope is six years old and she is kind of going crazy because 
like she can't see her mom and her mom is also stressed out because her husband has covid and hope is really just like homesick so john starts making these paper airplanes with little notes on them and he ties little like gifts to them sometimes like little like candies or just like little tokens and he sends them down to her while Linnea and Hope are going on walks. So Hope starts looking forward to the little airplane notes every day. And they start like sending planes back to each other. Aww. So like John and Hope have this little like airplane friendship happening. They're like airplane pen pals and it's really cute. And it's just like the one thing that brings happiness to Linnea's life also because Otherwise, her day is just, like, going on walks with Hope. But then, in the middle of the walk, she gets to see these, like, little airplanes. And she gets to spend time with Hope. And and so it's just, like, a little cute moment. And it's, like, sometimes it's just, like, those little things that you really have to appreciate. That's pretty cute. Yeah, that's cute. Um, and this may be a spoiler. And feel free, feel free to not answer did he die? Um, John? Yeah. No. Okay. That's good. Because I was <laughs> yeah. like, is this going to be a, one of those, you know, bittersweet books? Or is it going to have a slightly happier ending? Or is it going to be, you know, just something completely different? Like, oh. No, yeah. that would have been sad. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she, she does have to decide for herself if she's actually committed to her current boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend and the two guys also have this really interesting relationship that forms because they do they go on this fishing trip together and I feel like that's also like an interesting thing I feel like it's always interesting to me how like people who love the same person can either be enemies or friends sometimes mm-hmm. like you know, if you're dating someone and then you find out they're, like, cheating on you with someone else, like, I feel like some of my favorite books have those two characters, like, the the woman who's being cheated on and the one they're, the partner's having an affair with. If those two people, like, somehow become friends, I feel like those are, like, really interesting stories to me. Well, it makes sense, especially if, you know, the one that is cheating on both of them are just an asshole or, you know, or they, if, especially if they don't know that they are both being play. So it makes sense that. Yeah, because, so. yeah, I guess they have like a shared experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so it looks like, the, well, it sounds like the title is pretty much the main theme of it, lost and found. Like you lost something, but then you found something. You lost that fast pace, but then you get to enjoy the moment. Um, and, you know, her, uh, the, I'm sorry, Hope, yeah, the little girl named Hope lost her parents in a sense, but then she gets to now enjoy that little plain ride notes. And... Linnea may have lost her friends back home or her, you know, posse back at home, but then now she's taken on other women. So it seems like, yeah, it seems like the title, the title is always pretty much the theme, right? Lost and found. 
Ya. Yeah, so what about you in your life? You know, obviously we're all living in coronavirus pandemic era. Um, what is something that you lost and found? I, I think at the beginning I was really having trouble um, not socializing as much because I think I was used to, at the very least, like going to coffee shops and stuff and at the most going to like bars and clubs and things like that or at least like house parties and and for many months coffee shops were closed except for pickup so like you couldn't if I wanted to like get some work done or something I had to just like really get used to my house or I mean I could have gone to like a park or something but even a lot of parks were closed so I I really had to get used to being home and but I feel like I um I had a lot of like friendships that got stronger like I started FaceTiming with people that like I wouldn't have talked to otherwise and um it was just because I think a lot of people were really looking for connection and and I think we don't always like know that like I thought that if I wanted to do like a happy hour or something like nobody else would want to do that but I think in like June last year my dad started doing these virtual happy hours every single Friday with his co-workers and then he also had another one with his cousins and brother and sister and everyone and so he just mentioned to me one time that he was like you should just ask people like if they want to do a virtual happy hour and he was like I bet people would join you and I was like okay I'll try it and so I asked a bunch of friends and they were like yeah let's do it and I feel like everyone was so like craving that connection that like you think you're the only one that really wants it but like we started doing that like once a week it went on for a few months and then it kind of like drifted off but like I feel like a lot of like those types of things were things that I gained cool that's pretty neat yeah virtual happy hour Mm -hmm. and then hiking also I think I wasn't really hiking before but because hiking was like supposedly one of the safe things that you could do because it's outdoors and um, I have like this one group of friends who like we really haven't hung out indoors at all I mean in the past like few months we kind of started but before that like I never saw them inside like we were always outside if we wanted to like eat food or something we would pack something and then eat it like you know at a park or something so I I think that's another thing we we were really appreciating like hiking trails and also this indigo weather because where else can you eat outside like all pretty much like all year that is very true. San Diego weather has definitely spoiled me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Like, how did how did you feel like in March last year? Well, I have always been busy. So um, I was in middle school, and all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, we're gonna shut down," and I remember my work shutting down, and that was also the same time that 
that my roommate's work also got shut down. So we're all here. And normally I don't see them. Normally I come back home from my school and my work and I'm really tired. So once in a while I will see them, but I don't see all of them together. And it was just a weird adjustment for me. I remember I'm like, I'm seeing you guys mm-hmm. all at once. Uh, yeah, so it was, <laughs> I like how I said it as if I'm seeing ghosts. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was a little bit of adjustment, like seeing all my roommates all at once um, together. And then, but you know, I, I normally talk to my friends anyway. So um so I just talk to them when I'm driving. Like, that's what I normally do anyway. When I drive, usually calling someone and I just talk to them. And But I do notice that I've been video time, um, video timing. I've been FaceTiming or like WhatsApping or um, uh, Google Duo or Zooming quite a bit with people. I have so many apps. Mm-hmm. Like I have so many apps for different people because people are like I only Zoom or like <laughs> like I only use Discord. So I'm just like, like well I have everything, so I can reach you to on anywhere. No uh, excuses. Yeah, exactly. No excuses this time, right? Um, so I do that a lot, and then so uh, that part didn't really change. For yeah, you. no, that part didn't really change. I, you know, the whole lost and found theme here. I feel like the lost part would be you know me not seeing my classmates that was a little weird like me um not seeing them in person and it's not like i talk to most of them anyway i I don't talk to um i I don't talk that much in classes actually but then i really appreciated my instructors um, making us go in these like breakout rooms so what a breakout room is if you don't use them Pretty much the instructor or the host put you in this little pods of, you know, three to five people and then you have to talk and you have to work problems or you have to do whatever. It's like a little mini team meeting before you go back to the actual team meeting. So my instructor did that and and then I got to actually meet some of my classmates and like I get to actually talk to them and then one of them has been in my classes for I don't know a few years now and we just never talk like we know each other like I've seen him so many times that he sees me and I know his name and he knows my name but like we just never talk but now we talk and I have his number and we actually talk well not regularly but like a lot more than we used to that's for sure so that would be something that I lost and gained. Like, without COVID, I don't think I would have even talked to my classmate, which is weird to think about because mm-hmm. normally you're in class and you'll be talking to classmate, but for me, it was the opposite. And, you know, with the um, with the COVID going on, another thing I ended up gaining was, uh, well, I started this podcast because I was like, well, now I have a little bit of more time because I'm not commuting everywhere. So mm-hmm. I was able to start this podcast and then um, I just ended up talking to a lot more of my friends through through like FaceTime or, you know, just all over. I just ended up talking to them a lot more. Normally, I just call them, but this time I actually end up video chatting with them quite a bit. So I guess that's 
that's my gain, which is not as much as like yours, because I felt like my gains are not that big, but at least, you know, they're, they're somewhat some gains. Yeah, actually, yeah. I forgot about my other one. Now that you mentioned classmates, I, my aunt started these online classes mostly because like some of her former students went all virtual like last spring and she invited me to join her well I kind of I I mentioned that I would be willing to help and I didn't mean that I was willing to like help teach but I I think I was imagining that I would just help her like market and stuff because she's um she was having trouble with like Facebook and Instagram and stuff and so I was like if you need help doing any of that like I could help so I was imagining I would do that but she kind of invited me to like help teach some of the classes and I never I think I never imagined that I would be still doing that but I think we started out with like six classes a week now we only have one but I think it's still like something that I do every week and I I think I wouldn't have I would have never met this, these students otherwise, and the only reason that we all like all like ten, or whatever, of us come together every week is because of COVID. It's like we wouldn't have been doing these like online classes otherwise, and I think there are some of these students that don't live next to each other they live in other cities so I would have never met them either like one of them lives in Delhi and everyone else lives in most of the students live in like Punjab but then one lives in Delhi and one other one moved to another state so it's like all these kids that like wouldn't have had an opportunity to come together otherwise and I think they also like really like talking to each other like it for a while, I think it was, like, the one, like, social interaction they'd had. Because, like, you know, they have, like, their virtual school and stuff. But they were, like, our teacher just talks the whole time. Unless she's asking us a question. So, like, we don't actually get to, like, talk to other kids. And, um, and India was also, like, really strict with lockdown. Like, you weren't allowed out of your house except for, like, certain times. And so they were, like, really looking for, like ways to like entertain themselves and so this was like one like bright spot in their day that makes sense oh yeah i heard that a few countries were very strict um one of my co-workers daughter lives in spain and i remember her telling me they can't even go out at all like there are police that are policing around the, the streets and even if they were to go out it's in blocks so like let's mm-hmm. say you're in neighborhood a you get to go out from i don't know 10 to 11 a.m and in neighborhood b you go out from 11 to 12 p.m something like that so yeah it's super strict but here in the states how it's a little difficult because you know it's a state yeah yeah so each state and each city is really different yeah you know, recently, somebody, a European Icelander, uh, told me this. And she was like, 
because I was saying something along the lines of, yeah, imagine that happening in a state that that would never happen. I think we're talking about something about tax. I don't remember what we were talking about. And she was like, well, think of it this way. You wouldn't want one president for all the European countries, would you? Like that will not solve anything and it would be chaotic. I'm like, I guess. And then she's like, yeah, that's what America is because you have 50 countries. And for some reasons, you know, you guys think that we think that having one federal government to govern all 50 states is doable, which like by logic, I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to um, any logical person would think that that's not possible. But apparently we're doing it and it's hard. Anyway, going back to the the COVID lost and found theme here, um, you know, now that you have mentioned the kids, and now it makes me remember something else. So my brother, my brother has Down syndrome, and he goes to his school at year round, and of course, just like everything else, his school closed, shut down. His school is closed, and um, well, what that means is that you know, for people like him. Especially in my brother's case. So a little bit about my brother. He is nonverbal Down syndrome. So he understands what you say, what we say. He can speak back to you in a sense. But you know how we say the words like no, cell phone. We can enunciate really well. For him, it would be no, a phone. Like you know that I mean you get it if you are close to him you get that he's trying to say no and yes like sometimes he uses sign language but but sometimes his sign is different from like the actual sign language which makes me confused a little bit so I mean we have our own way of communicating obviously since I you know I've known him all my life since he's my older brother but the point is that because his school is closed we have to be more creative on how to keep him entertained or rather how to keep him active because yeah we could just turn on the tv for him but like turning on the tv every day like that's not no that's not good so unfortunately that means that it comes down to me i mean even before covid i would take him out to like either the movies to the park to seawall because he loves seawall and uh, all like to i don't know like random museum or i would take him out on my errands so so I was already doing that before COVID, but now with COVID going on, I just have to do that a little bit more often. And I have to be creative on like what to do during our hangout because sometimes, honestly, I'm tired, like don't want to do anything. But then I also know that that I can't just not do anything because, you know, then like it's, he's gonna he's not going to be able to do anything and then he's relying on me. Um, we're not gonna get into the topic of why I'm choosing to do it because that's gonna <laughs> take a while for me to explain because I have like a few people that I have explained that to they're like well your brother's not your responsibility but anyways um, that's just gonna be another topic for a day for the day but yeah um, well actually I, I feel like it is like a little bit relevant because I feel like the other thing in this book is like like, you know, like, your family is, like, what you have, so, like, you have to, if you, if you choose to be committed to them, then, like, you show up for each other. That is true, um, 
That is very true. And but I think in America, the mindset is most of the time individualism. For individualistic ideals, your siblings are not your responsibility. Like you're not the one that gave birth to them. So like, and I feel like a lot of people who talk to me, they are like, like you know, you don't have to do everything. You don't have to do all those things. Um, like you just, your brother's not your responsibility. You can't have your own life, which I get it. I I understand, but I think, um, I'm one. I'm not white. I'm Asian, and then we have a more community mindset. And two, you know, my parents are also really like busy and tired, and I'm busy and tired. And sure, we can all just look out for ourselves, but now who gets hurt? Like、mm-hmm. it'll be him, because he is relying on he. Well, also okay, he's the he's a little bit about him again. He's older than me. He is older than me by like two years, well, a year and a half really. And but his mindset is of like sixteen, seventeen. So you know you're not gonna want to hang out with your parents, especially when we were sixteen and seventeen. We want to hang out with our friends, right? So he's in that mindset where if it's my parents that is taking him to places, he's like,、oh, I don't want to go. But if it's me taking him to places, he's like, I'm with my cool sister. <laughs> and yes, I'm labeling myself cool. Deal、he's also、it. a really good dancer, isn't he? Yeah, I've he, seen him dance before. I was like, he's so much better than me. He loves dancing. So yeah. He loves it, and he likes to make jokes. And then some of his jokes are pretty, and some of them are very funny. Some of them are like, okay, you make the same joke, I get it. Like he will always does this, like where he points at something, and it, and then even though you know that there's literally nothing, and but like, he will point it until you look, and then you look, and he's like, ha, I made you look. <laughs> That's like, so funny. I'm like, dude, I know this trick. <laughs> like, come on, man. But anyway, um, yeah, you do show up for your family and. And COVID definitely really tested that for a lot of people. Yeah, because I feel like for me too, like so, my brother and his girlfriend were living in Long Beach, California, so like a few hours away. And then her, his girlfriend's college went all virtual, so they ended up moving back home. And otherwise, they were coming back home like once a week and. Like after the school shutdown, they were just living with us, and so like it was, it was just like really nice to like have all of us home at the same time. Where like before, like we I feel like we weren't not close, but like I didn't really talk to him that much. But now, like I feel like it's kind of like this book, like where. You, I guess, at some point, like you realize that like family is like the one thing that you have, and、um, and that you have to like count on them, and like you have to show people that they can count on you too. Yeah. And I know. That you know, some people may not have the stereotypical families like we do. So,、um, just so you know, even though we're talking about family, that does not mean that it has to be blood related. If your family's is your friend, your you know coworkers, yeah, whatever I, it I is, like it's your family. Even roommates, even roommates can be、mm-hmm. like 
family. Yeah, you know, speaking of roommates, I remember, so at my apartment, there were four of us, right? There were, uh, there's me, my boyfriend Ben, Harshit, and Josh. And we all became really, really close. And we... You know, we obviously we all moved on from uh, from this apartment. Like I now live with somewhere else, um, even though Ben is still living here and Harsha got a job at another state and Josh is still here. And it was such a sad feeling when we all have to leave because like Harsha and I left around the same time and Josh and Ben are still here. And I remember the last day we were we were sitting in the living room and it was. It felt like a you know the ending of a sitcom where they were all sitting in the living room for one last time and just talk about nothing and everything in general. Like I felt like that, and I realized that yeah, my work has shut down and all their work has shut down, and that's sad because obviously some of us lost a little bit of income, but it brought us this friendship. Mm-hmm. Like we were. We were a great group, and I love these guys. And um, hopefully, we will go on a trip together soon because we kept talking about it. So, like, you know, I have gotten so close to these guys. Well, obviously, I'm already close to Ben because he's my boyfriend. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So that was something that I definitely gained in this COVID time. That that you know the this roommate family. Different from obviously my immediate family, but these guys are also part of my family, and um, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, yeah. but COVID has definitely been hard on a lot of people. Oh, and for some people, you know, that means you have to take on additional responsibility, like like me with my brother, right? And you know, from only taking him out once a week. Now I have to figure out uh, where to take him multiple times a week, what stuff to do, because for a while, all the amusement parks are closed. So, I mean, I can't just take him to the zoo. I can't just take him to SeaWorld. So I will be taking him to the picnic. I will try to get random crafts from from the library so that I could work with him or at least like he will have something to do to figure it out. I would, um, oh, I bought a Switch, not for, what was that game that everybody was playing on the Switch? Animal Crossing? Yeah, not for Animal Crossing, obviously, since I forgot the name. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but for Just Dance, the game, and also for Ring Fit, so that Shine, that's his name, by the way, my, my brother's name is Shine, like Sunshine, um, uh, Shine can uh, play on it. Like, we, uh, we will just have dance parties at the apartment or at my studio, and yeah so I have to be a lot more creative and I have to take on that extra responsibility which is not ideal but you know during this time everybody's going through something and this is better than some other family some other situation where they lost someone like I'm I'm happy to report that I haven't met any well I haven't had anyone that is close to me pass away from COVID. But. Yeah, I think we've been pretty fortunate mm-hmm. in that. But I have had relatives 
not in the U.S., but I've had relatives um, in India who have all gotten it, and some of them were older, so it was kind of, you know, dangerous for them to have gotten it, but they're all okay, and they all had varying degrees of, you know, social distancing, but, like, regardless, like, everyone's fine. Yeah. Like, had a cousin who was, like, partying a lot, and, like, all of his friends got covid and he also did, but they're all okay. So, you know, I guess, like, also, like, everyone everyone has, like, a degree of grace that's applied to them. Like, someone's watching out for them, I guess. Like, some garden, guardian angel. and Yeah. So, you know, whatever it is out there, somebody's looking out for us, right? And then, and I, I'm just, I'm... I'm glad to say that that you know we've been super lucky with COVID, and honestly, I haven't lost my job. Well, we have to shut down for a little bit, but you know, like eventually I went back, and not I can't say that for everybody in the states, right? A lot of people lost their job, a lot of people lost their businesses, so yeah, things are things are hard time, but you know. I want to say that we are coming to the end of it. I don't think that that the end of it is going to arrive next month or two months after. I think it's going to be a little while, but we're headed to the right direction. Uh, but then again, the Delta variant is rising and I'm a little nervous about that because people are going back to school, going back in person. And honestly, California is not going to go back to lockdown, even if the cases are hectic. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think LA um, was like, you know, making some a lot of their guidelines the same. Like they were making um, mass mandates come back and things like that. And then... I don't know, I feel like things are probably never going to go back to normal. We'll just have to get used to, like, the new way that things are. Which, I know some of my friends had said that even, like, last March. Like, they had already, like, predicted that, like, this was just going to be the new normal. And I kind of didn't believe it back then. And now, like, we're a year and a half later, and it's like, okay, like, maybe they were kind of right. And... I think we will go back, though, but it's just going to take a really long time. I mean, I think, you know, the biggest plague that we have ever in the history took many years to go back to normal. So I think we will go back to normal for, I don't know, like in a little bit later, just not this year. But eventually, cases will be maintain and either that or people are just carriers to the point where it doesn't affect anybody anymore and you know we i guess we just have to see and wait it won't be anytime soon but hopefully it'll be within the next two three years yeah i feel like the last thing that stood out to me was that I think because I wasn't able to like socialize quite as much this past year, I also got used to spending a lot more time by myself. Cause even like hiking and things like that, like sometimes people didn't feel safe even being outdoors, like in close proximity with each other. And so I was like, well, like I've always wanted to go hiking by myself more, but I think I was always like 
scared for some reason and one of my friends was like well this is actually the perfect time to do that because like hiking alone like you have less of a risk of getting covid and or like spreading covid and so i started doing that a little bit more and just like spending more time alone in general i think was something i had to get used to like i think just getting used to your own like voice i guess so um the main character linnea at the very end um she she is talking to her current boyfriend and she's like I can't choose you this is kind of a spoiler but I felt like it was like really important to talk about so she's like I can't choose you because I can't say yes to you because I have to say yes to myself first and she kind of like makes her decision by saying yes to herself and then she like other things happen after that but it all starts with that specific moment oh no uh, yeah you got to take care of yourself and and what's important is you want your mental health and then who you are and then what you're okay with because once you start taking care of yourself you definitely definitely you know things will definitely fall into places it can tie back to what we were talking about being like taking on responsibilities for others as well um like one of the the things that people have said in addition to you're not responsible for your brother is that you got to take care of yourself and um but i definitely do agree that you know that you got to take care of yourself no matter what and Speaking of, you know, I like how in the beginning I was like, oh, not much has changed for me for COVID. But then now that we are actually doing this podcast and now that we are talking this conversation, I realized that I did something new during COVID. Uh, quite a few things, actually. I don't know why they didn't come into my head earlier. Um, the first thing is I actually made a new friend, which made a few new friends, which I wasn't expecting. Like, And I'm not talking about like me being friends with my roommates not that like i'm totally different new friends mm-hmm. and then some of them them have become really really close friends with me which is amazing and we actually did a lot more outdoor activities and and my boyfriend and i my boyfriend and i are travelers but we don't really travel in the states we usually go abroad but this time around we actually went nearby so like us being in San Diego, we went to Idlewild, we went to Big Bear, you know, just like nearby towns that we don't normally go to. So that was kind of like our game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got, obviously America was banned from traveling to other countries for a while, for a long time. But, you know, we made the best of it. And now we got to see other um, little towns nearby that we would have had a chance to yeah so yeah i guess it's also like just appreciating what's close to you like actually the author of this book she was talking about how this past year she learned to just appreciate what's like literally in her backyard so she would go out to her backyard and like watch the wildlife and and things like that and i was like i have actually done that too like just like sitting outside and like one time I was looking at our fence and this was like last summer 
I saw a king snake just like slithering along the fence and I was like if I hadn't been like stuck at home like I wouldn't have seen that yeah. um and so it was just like little things like that or like one time I, I just saw like a really pretty like butterfly and like I didn't even have to go anywhere I was just at home because we were a lot of us were just at home during that time yeah so they are definitely upsized to going through a pandemic Speaking of Upside, we should probably announce our next book for the month of September. And that is... Take it away, Sonali. The Heart Principle by Helen Huang. Yes. So it is part of a trilogy. I don't know if it's a trilogy or just a regular series, but it's part of a series. It started with the the Kissing Quotient and the bright test and the um, the heart principle. So if you guys have been listening, I don't normally do series. And if I ever do series, with the exception of Harry Potter, is <laughs> normally because I didn't even realize that it was a series. So this is no different. I read the Kiss and Quotient and then I read the bright test, which is the second book. And after I finished the book, I... I look at the back cover and I was like, I saw that this is a sequel. I'm like, what do you mean it's a sequel? It doesn't have the characters from the first book. And then th- that's when I realized, oh, the there was a cameo appearance from from the characters in the first book, in the second book now. So, so pretty much what it means that this takes place in the same universe around the same time, but they're not really like... They're not like true, you know, series where you have to read the first book to get the second book to understand the third book. So, yeah. So it's pretty neat. Um, Helen Horne's writing is amazing. And the book comes out on August 30th. So it's going to be here very, very soon. Yeah, and we'll get to talk about it as soon as it's released, pretty much. Yeah, so I'm super excited. And it's going to be a pretty much a chick flick you know, in a sense, but is, but her books are pretty deep. Though. Her books deals with people who have some sort of autism or some sort of Asperger, and they deal with just human, human, um, human problems. Mm-hmm. I liked the Kiss Question, which I read a few months ago, and I felt like it was a story I wouldn't have expected in a romance novel. But um, speaking of chick flicks, actually my guy friend was asking for like romance suggestions. So maybe I'll get him into it too. Yeah, there you go. And it has some spicy moments, just so you know. It's it's not as spicy as some other books that we've been seeing on Bookstagram, but it has some spicy moments. So, you know, make sure to bring some fan or water (laughs) to control your thirst. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Well, that's the end of our podcast right now. And thank you so much for listening to us. And if you have been listening this far, you know, give us a review, give us a like, give us a subscribe. You know what to do. And we look very much forward to what you have to comment and what you have to say about us. And and as always, take care. Please, please, please take care of yourself, especially during this time with the cases going up. You know, we definitely want you to be around and we value your life and then we value you. And 
just please take care of yourself and if you guys ever need to talk to someone for whatever that you're going through dm us we'll be here to listen yeah see you next time